in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by Art and Heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show, movie fans. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Ryan, hello. We are back again. Connect gang, connect gang. Boo boo bang. That That's how it right. West side till we die. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here again, man. We've got uh, a nice little grouping of movies to review, to go through, share with everybody our thoughts, and really each other because we haven't really talked too much about these uh, at, at length, right? Right. Right, yeah, just a nice little holiday bundle of joy with these films that we're going to share back and forth with one another. All right, here we go. So we've got Spider-Man No Way Home that we're going to talk about. This is going to be interesting because you saw this movie and I didn't. Yes. And I'm going to allow you to spoil it completely for me. We were (laughs) going to watch it together. Yeah, we were going to watch, full full disclosure, we were going to watch it together, but... Here comes Omicron, and cases were going up, so we decided just to back away. Ryan already had plans, so he went to go see it, and um, I'm I'm eagerly waiting for your review, my friend. All uh, right, it's yes. been basically already freaking spoiled on, on on the internet. So yeah, if you're gonna log on to anything, the first story is gonna be about Spider Man, no matter what. Anyways, yes, I'd love <laughs> to hear it from you. After that, we've got Matrix Resurrection. Now, this was in movie theaters and streaming online, so luckily we both got to see this one. Yes, uh, just released. Uh, next up, we have this uh, Netflix release of Don't Look Up, which is pretty damn was which was pretty damn interesting. We got we got um, plenty to say about that. And lastly. Yeah. Lastly, uh, I just had to throw this one out there because um, I was watching it before we started talking um, or before we um, uh, hooked up the show, which is um, Being the Ricardos, which is an interesting um, movie. I haven't finished it, but I've watched enough to have feelings and thoughts. <laughs> well, I'll let you spoil that for me then, because I uh, am finding myself a hard time to try and click uh, start on that one. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's start from the beginning. Spider-Man: No Way Home. Um, it was given a ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a ninety-eight percent audience score, which yep. everything that I've read and what everybody expected is definitely warranted and, and worthy. Starring, of course, Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cum- Cumberbatch, all your favorite Spider-Man cast from from yep. the new beginning, including freaking Andrew Garfield and. Tommy McGuire make an appearance. Am I right, Ryan? I, so I haven't seen it, but I know that because it's yeah. Uh, here, let me give you my sort of uh, take based on stuff that I've read and 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 the trailer, yeah. and then you could just completely spoil it for me. So hit what me I was with those cliffhanging notes. Yeah, what cliff I was notes. expecting was <laughs> all right. So so what I mentioned before that really worried me about this movie was the fact that um they were using what i considered a really lazy storyline of everybody turning against the hero you know yeah make it, yeah make it, all of a sudden you know and right. all of a sudden all too easily but but i thought it was interesting the way they 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 threw um benedict cumberbatch um and um dr strange as a and, and threw in the multiverse as a as a reasoning where this could sort of like um, get back to normal or right or as a fixer as a fixer exactly which yeah. which makes awesome sense which which really um, which really um, made me feel a little bit better about it so mm-hmm. so I thought that what was, did you I think, agree Ryan? that was yeah I agree I thought that was a great way to kind of put a band aid over everything that's going on let's just put a nice little spell on it and then we can uh, go back to things as normal because it's not like there was like a bunch of errors to fix in the back or anything like that to where it was just people finding out who Spider-Man was. And what'd you think of the movie overall? Did it warrant the 94%, 98% audience score? I would definitely say a lot closer to 94 than 98. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely an A movie. That's for sure. Uh, did you have to be a fan of the Marvel universe to get a lot of the little cameos and drops? Yes, Definitely. 
like you have to kind of be aware of everything that's going on and just have an idea of why each character is so important. And I think that's what kind of adds on the sprinkle to making it a 98 to where if you are following everything, then you're like, oh, wow, this is just so perfect the way they tie everything together. But if you're how, with someone, huh? oh, I'm sorry. How, how aware do you have to be um, with with the uh, the Tobey Maguire and Garfield Spider-Man movies? That is yeah. the funny part. Not really not much at all. I mean, okay. just only based on knowing like their villains and who they're going against. But yeah. I think the film does a great job of kind of giving everybody a little introduction and a little bit of a reminder of why they're in there and what happened in that uh, storyline between Spider-Man and the enemy at that point to make them want to come back and try and change the universe up or something. Right, right. That bodes well for me because I am not a fan of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And I, I'm actually even a little bit more of a fan of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man than the Tobey really? Maguire. Interesting. Yeah. Only, uh, I yeah, back, 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 back when that um was released, when Tobey Maguire was released or or was was uh, yeah, the, announced the original. as Spider Man, right? Quote unquote original movie Spider Man. I did it just irked me to my core, man. I mean, because I, <laughs> I was a I was a Spider Man comic guy. Um, one of my big two comic characters, as you know, as a young lad were spider-man and wolverine so i, I love the okay. I, even the old old school spider-man um i remember watching those reruns what is it like the from the 60s you know spider-man yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And, and even the the cartoons in the 90s i loved right and and that just did not match well with with toby mcguire at all but i understand everybody's like for toby mcguire because for a lot of people huge generation that toby Maguire spider-man is their spider-man that's their introduction to spider-man especially in the movie yeah, so right so right, it, it's definitely. totally it's it, it, i totally understand everybody's love for 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 him and i don't say i don't think they're wrong i think i think that's totally cool but for me you know i'm not a big fan but um hearing everything um you know how how he got introduced you know how he came back or you know he's back into the fold for for this movie i think i think it sounds great and and i don't think it would irk me did it irk you well you i mean <laughs> did you no, like i was spider-man yeah i actually did like uh toby mcguire's spider-man the whole time i thought he was great i thought he was one of he's one of my favorite spider-mans like even still and i was actually a little more distracted by the andrew garfield spider-man because I was kind of like, oh, they're trying to like model him up, make him go a little more GQ, and like a little, uh, a little, uh, well, with a little emo. A little yeah, emo. exactly, a little bit of the emo. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I was just like, mm, all right. But I mean, in all aspects, like I think I did notice the big difference in this movie is just the aging with all three Spider Mans, where it's kind of like, yeah, Toby's up there, you know, and it shows yeah. against him being like Spider Man, you know, and, yeah having that time and everything, but I think it's still really cool. And they did do a good job of introducing everybody and having them interact with each other. It was really nice to see. And yeah, I mean, I can still warrant or I get why it warrants uh 94, 98%. What about the, uh, what about the other cast members? I mean, how, how did they intertwine all these? Um, oh, with the villains you know? and stuff. Yeah, with the villains, yeah. and then and then with with the uh, with your normal cast of characters for for Spider Man, like for the Spider New Man, Age one, yeah, you know, with like Aunt May and Flash, and right then that and that I thought they did well as well because everyone just kind of um, talked amongst each other that knew each other, and then the ones that didn't, they introduced each other and how Spider Man came into play for their life and what happened in their situation. And I just thought it was a good reminder of like, if you're a fan of the whole series and the franchise, it just brings back the little treats from every single one of those movies that you remember. You remember the main point, what happened, and it still keeps to date of everything that's happening now in this new universe with uh, Tom Holland and, you know, Aunt May and everybody. It just helps connect everything nicely. So that's why, I, again, I can't say it enough. It's definitely an A movie because the way they're just able to keep up with all the stories and present stuff from the past and what's going on now include some stuff that's going to go on in the future with some of the characters in, intertwined in, in the middle. Um, 
it's really great. It's definitely worth your watch. So how did um, the top billing do as far as um, as far as their performance? Tom Holland, Zendaya, and Benedict Cumberbatch all performed well. What do you think? Yes, definitely. Everybody was up to their par. Um, they gave to their character, and it is just nice to see them grow in that character and be more in that. I think uh, Zendaya's MJ, though, did get a little less light this time, only because there's just so much going on around everybody. What do, um, what do you mean but, by less less light? Well, where it's kind of like usually it's Spider-Man and his love interest and in how they're going to handle it, but it was mm-hmm. more of um, a three-way point with this with... Who, Ned? Yes, Ned? with Ned. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, they made it definitely more of a three person type of affair whereas it wasn't just spider-man and his love interest it was just spider-man with his relationship with his friend and with his relationship with his girlfriend and uh dr strange thrown in the mix yes with a little dr strange thrown in the mix oh, a little, i mean the so thing he wasn't he wasn't as prominent as as uh, spider-man mj and ned not at all yeah you would think that based on the trailer and what you saw yeah. like i totally understand that but i'd say he's in there maybe about 20 to 30 minutes max throughout oh, wow that's not a lot right he's not a lot in there he's not in uh excuse me he's not in there a lot uh but he is in there through a lot of the main points his impact does matter when he is there uh, right. but they just do find a way to kind of like bring him in toss him to the side bring him back you know and gotcha. then that's it so so who who stunk it up who who ruined this movie for you <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I really can't say anybody did ruin this movie for me um i would say that maybe the beginning took a little long to pick up so but that wasn't based on any of the characters it's more of the storytelling aspect that's why i can't give it like the 98 97 um but i mean once it did start like it didn't let down and it kept going so it it definitely made up for the lag that it has a little bit in the beginning what about scenes man i mean what do you think was the best scene in that oh so many great scenes there's a lot of just uh plenty of action of course you get your freeway scenes with the explosions and the cars and peter saving people that's always fun to see i think one of the my favorite scenes that stuck out the most was you kind of get a makeup for andrew garfield uh spider-man when he lost his mj in his movies and him saving zendaya in this one you can just see the acting come through when he does uh save her and just like the redemption there we go that's what i was trying to say uh that he gets after he saves her and he asks if she's okay like you can see the true acting in his eyes and in his like total just character at that point because you feel for him you see how he feels better that he actually got to save uh this mj in this universe where in his he lost his and it just shows how he was you know bothered by it in in the beginning because they do have a scene where like you know stuff that they talk about and stuff that the hardships that they all went through and just the fact that he can uh bounce back from that and portray it on screen with in such little time too and just with like a quick like maybe a one sentence line and just see the all the emotion that he does in that acting just really kind of like just shows like how much more acting skill it was in that part of the movie did you get did you get any um watery eyes during anything did you get a little choked up during any of these scenes that was one of the parts where i actually did think someone was chopping onions in the theater because it was (laughs) a little watery in my eyes and uh there's also the part with the the big you know hate to spoil it for you but i no, may dying <laughs> yeah. oh son of a what? bitch <laughs> ryan why'd you tell me that <laughs> sorry sorry you were bound to read it anyway <laughs> but i mean i i thought it was uh those were the kind of sadder moments in the movie where you do see a lot of the emotion come from the characters by each spider-man tom holland and andrew garfield interesting interesting um, any, any bad moments that, that, uh, you wish they, they could have spruced up or, um, anything like that? I wouldn't say bad moments. I think they could have, um, gotten through the beginning a little bit faster, maybe introduced a little more action sooner. 
uh, it felt like um, we haven't seen a Spider-Man movie in years and they were trying to catch everybody up at the beginning where you really didn't need it as much, I felt. and Like uh, last um, time on Spider-Man. Exactly, exactly. And I think they could have just gotten a little bit more into it. Other than that, I think it, everything else just does play a part nicely and everyone has their moment of shine and plays their character flawlessly. Nice, nice. So um, what would you rate this movie? So one reel is complete garbage. Two reels is um, it's not good. Three reels is eh, it's okay. Uh, four reels is decent and it's four reels. It's worth your time. Five reels is a good movie. Six movie, uh, six reels is basically a perfect movie. So Ryan, what are you giving this movie? I would go with maybe a strong five reels, almost five and a half. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a perfect movie. It's really hard to do a perfect movie and especially a perfect sequel at that. But uh, overall, it doesn't disappoint. It is a great time in your seat. You will not feel ripped off at all. And you will have a great time cheering on all three Spider-Mans. You're going to still want some more. So I think that's what every good movie should aim for, especially when it's a story that is being told or reused again in a franchise series like you just want more and this is totally wanting you to see more you, you know the first um spider-man um the no way the homecoming spider-man uh-huh. i thought that was a pretty damn close to perfect movie my, oh my opinion, okay my opinion it, it, yeah. it just yeah it just, it just told the story so well it was so unexpected Probably that's why, because it was, it was so like completely brand new. I mean, right, completely, right. totally rebooted with with it even uh, like a completely different feel with everything, with with twists and with Michael Keaton, and it was just it was just an awesome. I thought that was like really close to a perfect movie. So glad to hear that um, they're con- they're continuing with the tradition of very well movie making for for this franchise, and hopefully definitely with more. All right, let's move on to. The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at uh, 66% on the uh, tomato meter. Uh, 64%, only 64% audience score. So the audience definitely didn't like this as much as the critics, which just barely gave it. Uh, you know, a f- fresh at, at 66%. Right. Um, starring basically, well, most of the people that we know, well, the two main characters that we know, honestly, <laughs> no, no one else after that. Right. Um, um, Keanu Reeves, of course, Carrie, Carrie Ann Moss. Awesome, mm-hmm. perform- awesome performances by, by both. Yes. Um, we have, a, we have a, a new Morpheus, Yaya Abdul Mateen II as the new Morpheus. Uh, Jonathan Jonathan Groff as the new Agent Smith. Um, we have some newcomers, well, other than those two. So some new characters, um, Jessica Henwick as Bugs, which I thought was awesome. Neil Patrick right. Harris, I have some thoughts about. Jada Pickett Smith comes back, and I have some thoughts about her too. Uh, right. Priyanka Chopra <laughs> is also in this. Uh, Christina Ricci is not in this very long, but you don't notice her. Uh, yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't even notice her. I was like, "Really? She's in there?" <laughs> Overall, man, uh, what, what were your feelings about the movie? Uh, I'd have to give it. I mean, it's definitely higher than the Rotten Tomato score. I'd say it's a good seventy, maybe almost eighty percent, like type of uh, fulfillment for me. It was it was a good movie. I thought I did think some of the stuff was just a little overdone. Maybe not overdone, but kind of like okay, I've seen this already, and it right. looks a little old now. You a know? little bit there, like, that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a good story, though, for the most part. I do think that um, Keanu did a great job, but he definitely looks his age in this. Like, I, well, I thought, like, being around you the youngins. You can't help that. You can't help that. <laughs> right, right. I know, I know, and and that's the thing. Like, yeah, I know he makes the movie, and it's about that, and it's yeah. it's that. But it's it's just kind of like when it's a computer generated world, and everything can be like you know manipulated faster. It's like uh, he should be a little faster. It, it, you know, you had it. You had um. It, it was a little hard for you to to buy that he still is Neo, basically. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like supernatural superhero type of character. 
Right, right. Like usually, I guess when uh, we see uh, gods like this type of emerge in the movies, like they're older, but you still see their power and their wisdom in it. And to me, um, Neo still seemed a little too lost and not not getting it to be such a like a powerful god in this, you know. And, and it, it just kind of right. threw it back for me to where it's kind of like, look, dude, like you you should know this by now, you know. <laughs> like like it's it was just a little hard to believe. And and even just some of the action scenes that he was in, I felt like he just didn't flow or move as as well, nimble right? as he used to yeah and the whole like force field thing was i was just like that's kind of lazy like <laughs> yeah after that, a while i got tired of seeing it that that was my deal with with this also i mean overall it felt like it didn't feel like uh as as big as in as a the other matrix movies the other matrix right. movies felt big and epic this this felt just like a, a revisiting you know uh-huh. let's revisit these characters let's revisit the story and give it sort of a you know, a, a special of what's everybody doing nowadays, you know, kind of, yeah, not, you know, yeah, not, exactly. not really, not really its own story, but it's sort of like, um, you, you know, like a, uh, a, 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 a continuation. Yeah. Of, like a reunion of, special. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, that aside that, um, given that that's sort of like what this was, I think they did a pretty good job because I was definitely entertained. Um, right. All yeah. the action, all the action stuff was, it was definitely a lot lighter. It didn't feel as big as, as the other ones. It, no. it felt very yeah. matrix light, you right. know? And then, like you said, a, lo- a lot of the action scenes, there's a lot of stuff we've seen before, but didn't seem as well done. You know, yeah. it, it, it seemed a little sort of like a little, a little phoned in, um, but, but the story was interesting. Um, it, you definitely felt, you know, uh, this was a Wachowski story. It was not someone else trying to make a, you know, continuation. That's true. Matrix. Yes. You yes. definitely felt, you know, in, in the, uh, at the root of it. it, it still was the matrix, even though it was sort of like matrix light. Right. Yeah. You didn't feel like someone else took it over and started putting in their version of it. This felt total natural from the original architect of it, you right. know, and it, and it's just of the way things have gone into fruition for now. Right. I, I really, I really liked um, Keanu. I, I think he, he, like you said, it seemed like he did, yeah, lose a step, but maybe it was, it's it sort of, it seemed like it's sort of written that way in the story, which makes sense because he's, yeah. he's not entirely sure or confident with himself carrie ann moss did great i think right. um top billing awesome job yeah um the new morpheus confused me a bit you know it's like okay so he's dead but he's back but now he's like sort of a different body but he's not he's sort of a computer version <laughs> exactly was. yeah there's a there's a lot of confusion there's there's a lot of good parts in this movie uh, but there's a lot of parts that especially in the middle where where priyanka uh chopra comes chopra. And, to explain sort of like what's going on. And that was the sort of issue with, with, with the third matrix where it was just like over explaining. And it's like, Oh my God, yeah. it's like they, they're, they're going like, they're going around this, this huge trail to get to the end of it when you could just cut a straight cut right line. through. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I, that's what I felt like happened in the middle. The, the, the newest character uh, bugs was pretty awesome. I thought, I thought yeah. she did. She did a great job, which was, a, I agree cool uh casting um i wasn't sure about you know the the new agent smith either um yeah not not so sure (laughs) neil Neil, Neil patrick harris although he gave great uh, gave a great performance i did not buy him in that role very much just because he's neil patrick harris you know what i mean yeah i I think i think they could have thrown someone else in there even he did good but but for me i I thought i thought they could have thrown someone someone else in there who's not known as comedically as as neil patrick was <sighs> jada pinkett smith i just don't know why they even put her in bothered i mean yeah i agree it, it was so hard to sort of buy her i mean the the, the makeup was just you know so, so overdone see, right overdone. yeah 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 it, yeah it was so hard but we did have some 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 good parts. If you view this as a revisiting of the Matrix, where are they now? Since you know, 
the last time we thought Keanu or, or Neo died, but he's, right. he's still there. And it, this is probably what everybody sort of would have liked the, the last um, Matrix to be where Keanu, where Neo is alive and he's with Trinity and they sort of like take care of the Matrix together and they live happily ever after. So maybe this was this was a, right. a, a revisiting for that reason, just to make sure that the, yeah. you know, the, the spirit or whatever of, of, of these two characters sort of like Gets lives the on, right you know? send off. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then having, having Trinity a more important, uh, ha have a, a bigger role as far as she's, you know, right there next to Neil where they both sort yes. of like, you know, um, are, like king and queen of, of the matrix is, is awesome. I thought it was a great premise, um, you know, w w which was great, but it just overall a little, um, you know, they, I think they fell a little short 66% for me, uh, makes sense. Um, yeah. Are, yeah. are there any scenes that sort of stick out good or good or bad for you, Ryan, that, that, that you want to talk about? Um, see, that's the thing though. I think there wasn't any big pop, scene where i was like oh that was so awesome i gotta see it again and whereas like before we would get that maybe it was just because it was so new and so different like even the fighting scenes with keanu to me were kind of like lame at this point because it just seems like if he's being a character that's built into the matrix that knows all this stuff how do you forget all that stuff if you're automated you know it should just be natural you should be free-flowing and movement so i just kind of thought it was trying to balance too many hats with um, having him be human or having be, him be a part of the matrix or having him be like this ultra God that's going to fix everything. You know, it just didn't, I don't, I don't think it balanced that well in the movies. Yeah. I, I think I, I sort of agree with you. Um, I don't think there's, there's really, there's really nothing that stood out for me. Um, I, I think, I think it started well. Um, yeah. The beginning started really well. Um, even even like the big sort of climactic scene where where Trinity and Neo like touch or whatever for you know right. where they sort of like remember who they are or whatever and uh -huh. and that didn't seem as awesome as I thought it could have right? been. Yeah, I was because hoping for more of an impact. Yeah. They've touched before. I mean, they sh they've shaken hands before. Yeah. But um you know, I don't know. I think I think it could have been, you know, done a little bit differently, but not to say that it was bad, but it was fine. <laughs> but Exactly. You know, you it was of, fine. You, fine. You sort of have high, higher expectations for 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 moves like these and stuff like that. So when when it doesn't meet the, those expectations, you sort of you know, probably like downgrade your 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 like or dislike or your 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 ratings for for this. It, it, it doesn't meet your expectations. In other words, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go ahead and rate this movie, Ryan. Uh, what what would you give uh, the Matrix uh, Resurrections? I'd say if you're a fan, it's a four reels, no more than four, and right. it's it's hard getting to that four, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's a it's it's a good watch. Like you know, if you're a fan, you'll still appreciate what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just it definitely wasn't the Matrix Two to where you were like, oh, what's this? What they do, you know? Um, but it's it's if you're a fan, you'll definitely like it. If you're a fan of action, you'll also like it. I just think it's nothing extra special about it to where it warrants like a must see. But if right. it's unless you're a big fan, then yeah, go ahead and check it out. You, you won't be disappointed. All right. So you're a four. I think I'm, I'm a four with you. Um, it was it was nice to see. I'm glad I saw it at home because if I paid to watch this in, <laughs> in the movie theater, I think I'd be a little upset. I'd yeah. still be glad I watched it, but I, I'd still be, I, I, I feel more upset than if I just watched it at home. So I think, I think this is a, a an awesome at home release um, and totally for absolutely 100. Yeah. All right. Move it on. Moving on to another um, at home movie release. Um, Don't look up um, a Netflix, Netflix release with a huge huge cast um yeah unbelievable I'm cast. yeah i'm, I'm yeah. surprised this is a a netflix only release they must have 
paid a good amount of money just you know right for, for yeah to get the exclusive yeah yeah leonardo dicaprio jennifer lawrence meryl streep um rob morgan jonah hill kate blanchett tyler perry good golly timothy uh timothy chalamont ariana grande makes an appearance to yep. um michael chiklis good lord lots of people um yeah it's it's another interesting movie by uh adam mckay and lately he's been very i think a little bit more political yeah so, it does seem he's going that way yeah, yeah at so least definitely in this <laughs> yeah so he's he's well known as a sort of like a comedy person so it, it's right. very interesting seeing his takes on on these sort of more more serious films um rotten tomatoes critics gave it a 56 percent, which i don't agree with um the audience right. score is a 77 percent, which you know seems more interesting or, or more uh more f- where where i think i would be what, what do you think right. of that no i'd have to agree with i definitely don't agree with the low score on this uh i do feel that it's a lot closer to the 77 percent as a minimum for me it was more around the uh 90s range because it's just such a good like story to me like the way they go back and forth and they're able to captivate your attention while everything that's going on even though it's political and it's you know satirical at the same time i think it just plays it brilliantly to where you can emphasize with a lot of the stuff that you see on screen with what's going on now so so given that that this is a story that isn't as obvious as like matrix or or spider-man um this is basically the story of two uh, astronomers and they find a comet that's hurtling towards earth and a hundred percent they're they're hundred percent sure it's going to make impact and it could be as they put it uh, a planet killer um, right they go they they go through the right channels you know they they talk to the right people but when they get to the top of of the heap in at least in the united states with the president um they seem <laughs> to be um that's where things go aloof. Yeah, that uh, they, yeah. they they tend to be not as interested, and they're a little bit more worried about their their own sort of political agenda. drama and, right. their, and exactly. their own political agenda. Yes, exactly. And um, it's just them trying to get the word out, and um, things sort of get divided in this country as as they tend to do, where where it's sort of um, beliefs, you know, your own personal beliefs. Versus or conspiracies, or conspiracies <laughs> versus you know sort of the truth and science. So, right. It it it. I thought this was like a freaking a perfect movie for the times. I mean, obviously, it's, it's I agree. It's it's, <laughs> it's over the top, but they know it's over the top, and they yeah. They look at the cast. Like it's over the top. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this is this is where freaking Adam McKay really shines. Where where he has where he has this you know obviously he has a comedic background and and, and this movie is like a comedy basically you know but it with, is with with realistic like undertones where you're like oh yeah this is what's happening now and this uh-huh. has absolutely happened 100 this is how it would totally play out yeah yeah, yeah it, it's it's everything with with the government and with the science and with just you know the divisions of people in general um, they even throwing big tech and technology into this, right, which, which right. totally makes sense. He hit everything pretty much, you know, on the, you know, on the button, on the nose. And he, he did, uh, he did an amazing job and all these, all these, uh, actors did an amazing job as well. Yeah, definitely. Like nobody disappointed in this at all. Like nobody was brought in for, you know, just show pop and appeal. I think everybody, even Ariana Grande, like did a great job with her role. And it was just awesome to see. And McKay is definitely great with comedy. He is great at putting a point across. And I just loved every minute of it. Like I, I couldn't get enough. And I felt myself wanting to get back to it and get into it as much as possible and making sure I didn't miss anything. And it, it was really a fun movie to where you can relate, but you can also kind of check out at the same time, but in a good way. Right, right. I mean, um, Leonardo gives a, a great performance as Dr. Mindy. Like always. Yeah. It, it's, it's awesome the way he just, you know, um, they all just like, like sort of like um, have their own personal battles that they go through like Leonardo right. ends up like you know cheating on his wife yeah and, exactly and, 
and gets with um you know the, the news the, anchor the, 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 yeah the tv anchor the news anchor and it, it it just seemed like they really went for it on this one and 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 for it to be um so sort of out there and to have all this stuff land and actually like um not be not feel like um uh over the top or right or or, or, or goofy or whatever it it he did the the everyone did such a such an amazing job yeah jennifer lawrence too i mean hands down like her comedic timing in this is awesome like just her character the way she can be a realistic person that you can laugh at and still get and understand and see the struggles that she has and the normal stuff that any leading lady in a character of that magnitude would have like it's just it's just it was just great. Like I was really impressed. It, it shows her acting chops even more to where, you know, she can't just be limited to drama anymore or action. Like she can be a legit um, funny woman, like, you know, funny powerhouse. And, and her relationship with Timothy Chalamet and, and Yule in this one, I thought yeah. was, was unexpected. And right. it, the, the way it ended up was, was so freaking like beautiful the the way like he he's just like this punk punk kid annoying the hell out of her and right. they end up sort of like together and engaged where at 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 the end scene at at the dinner table where he gives us like this beautiful like oh, prayer, prayer. Yeah. yeah being a sort of uh, closeted evangelical is is awesome i think yeah i think that was such a, a a nice little touch at the end and, and it is so unexpected but it was such a good callback from what he talked about earlier about being uh, closeted like uh or or a low lower profile uh right it's christian yeah yeah that's so good <laughs> um and any any uh, characters that you did not like uh, well not not based on their role but based on their performance on their performance, yeah, um, I got one. If you want me to start off, well, I think Jonah Hill's character was kind of annoying to me, like a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit too much of a mama's boy. Yeah. To where it was like, okay, I get it, but even if he was like a mama's boy to that aspect, he wouldn't get that high of a rank in a position or be thrown. Well, like it did seem a little bit like childish, thrown back. But I got it. But it wasn't like anything that he did anything wrong it was just more of like the way the story was and other than that i think he did a great job right well well my my person was um ron perlman benedict that, that was my second one <laughs> yeah drag yeah, yeah i thought he he was such a throwaway character i mean i i understood why they put him in but i don't know i didn't like his performance that much yeah um, it was a little cringy at times yeah it was very cringy um, I thought I thought they probably could have thrown in someone a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. Um, some someone different, maybe. Yeah, like I think they didn't have to go so old to play him as like an old character or an mm-hmm. old American type of thought. There's a lot of younger Americans with the same thoughts that could have portrayed that character with the same way, make him a little more zany, even you know that not having be like this old cooped up old guy that doesn't understand the way things are now yeah i I was less concerned about his age just more about the way he 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 gave his performance so i I wouldn't mind an older guy but maybe i don't know i don't know somebody somebody that felt a little bit more mm, military because he he was he was it felt like he was acting kind of like a okay uh you know, military veteran or something like that. And not so much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just to me, it didn't, it didn't come through as, as well, but yeah, that, that was one um, character I didn't like so much. Um, what about any scenes in particular? I, I know I talked about the, t- um, the Yule uh, prayer at the dinner table. Right. Scene. The prayer. Yeah. What, what about you? Did you have any uh, moments that sort of stood out? Uh, I thought there were a a few there were i mean there's moments throughout the whole movie that i think stick out i think for me though one of my favorite was when people actually see the comet and they're like oh shit it's real you know like i thought yeah. that was such a big like reveal because i mean i know they're talking about it but they don't always show it in these movies and like 
how it's just like in the background, but they actually make it a focal point and they do show it as it's trickling its way through earth and everything. And another one was to me, like the ending to, for them to actually show the aftermath of everything. And like, usually it's just talked about and you're just supposed to like imagine what would happen afterwards. But this actually shows everything, even to the detail of the big uh, escape plan that they have uh, for the billionaires or the ones that are chosen. Like I thought that was really cool to see and it just made it fun to me. And how the uh, president forgets her son. Exactly. She just totally bailed on him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not to get political, but that totally seemed like a Trump and, and uh, Don Jr. Kind of a a relationship. Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, daddy, love me. (laughs) Mama, love me. He's like, she's coming back. Right. (laughs) She's coming. I know she's gone, dude. (laughs) Sorry. She's on a rocket. (laughs) Yeah, man. Crazy. Um, so let's let's talk about um, let's let's rate this movie, man. I mean, obviously we we liked it better than than the fifty six percent the run the the critics gave it. Um, yeah. What what did you uh, want to rate this movie? I'll give this one an actual six reels. Like, well, oh. not to be. Well, okay, hang on. It's not a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe five point seven five. You know, it's like an almost perfect movie to me. Yeah. Like, uh, I do think there are some little distractions in it here and there, but other than that, like, if you just want to sit back and enjoy a comedy about something that's real, that's not real and like get in tossed in with this, like, you know, political stuff to where everybody, the way the world is right now, at least I should say, and how there's like this divisiveness and like, just see it play out, like how it would be in the end. I thought it was really cool to see. And it just, you know, makes you dial back like how how you're looking at the world right now and maybe like just remember to we're still in it together there's still us and you know just it's just fun to see in a movie to where there's so much um opposing between sides right i'm i'm close with you i'm i'm a solid five only because like based on the fact that it was so unexpected like i I wasn't sure what sort of you know we we were getting into when, when we started watching this i mean you know, we had a bit of an idea, but we didn't think it was going to be like this sort of like this sort of like out there yet, you know, believable at the same time. You know, yeah, right, I mean? right. So, so definitely, um, uh, I, you know, I gave it a, a solid five and uh, worth your time and then some too, just to watch it and, and, and say you saw this. Yeah, see, that's what made me rank it higher was because I didn't know what to expect out of this. And I was actually more expecting some political mumble jumbo movie where it's kind of like okay to watch or like it's just like over the top crazy and totally unbelievable. But this was actually stays within its realm and it it makes it more believable and fun to keep watching and seeing how this does play out. Like I do think that McKay does a great job of keeping you intrigued in the film and the characters to see how everyone just plays their role. All right, let's move on. Uh, one more quick look into being the Ricardos. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 69% critic score. Audience score, 74%. Uh, now, Ryan, you haven't watched this, and technically, I haven't either. We're only about, <laughs> I'm only about halfway, but, <laughs> but I, I just wanted to take, you know, just a little bit of time just to sort of like uh just run through this one because i mean being like such an iconic you know iconic cast characters is is lucy and desi i i think you know i had to say something you know yeah just and it and it makes it really easy to talk about you know because they got a lot of things sort of weird even though overall it's an interesting story so this basically covers the week where um, a radio show announced a new show announced that Lucy was a communist. I don't know if you ever heard about this story. But oh, yeah. No. So they accused her of being a, a communist, and it was a huge deal. So Aaron Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin loves these um, these types of uh, political uh, right. dramas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and and this is this is what we have. I mean, starring. Um, sorry, Nicole Kidman as Lucia Ball, Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz. So yeah, so this movie um, goes through 
that week and their difficulties. And not only that, it's sort of like you get a little backstory on on the relationship between Lucy, Lucy and Desi, him, you know, basically sort of like cheating on her and showing how much um, Lucy was of a of a really like um, on her game, sort of like a, yeah. a, a, a badass, you know, like taking taking no shit from anyone, basically, which. OK which which was which was an interesting story the only the only the biggest problem with this is i thought the casting of of lucy and and desi as nicole kidman and javier barden who are currently like in their 50s 54 and Uh 52 i think and this story takes place when lucy and desi were there in their 40s i think so oh geez so, so they're already yeah so yeah. it's it's yeah and then she, she's she ends up pregnant um during this um or reveals that she's pregnant so makes it a little a little more a little bit more difficult i mean i i liked the way um they gave they they came across as dramatic actors right because this is more right. of a of a dr- dramatic movie it's not really a retelling of their you know hijinks or whatever like that but it, it's a real it's a real dramatic movie. The, the, the issue is them playing characters of Desi and Lucy. It completely like fell off the cliff for me. Nicole Kidman yeah. trying to be Lucy because um, there's like certain like little flashes of her filming uh, the show. And, and she's acting like a character, a Lucy character, which is terrible. She doesn't oh. look she doesn't look great yeah. you can see the makeup on her i mean it's, it's <laughs> and and it's bad and then look javier bardem has a thick accent as it is and he's changing it to sound more like ricky like a different really thick accent and it's just terrible he should have just talked like himself probably would have bought it more honestly they should have they should have cast two different people who were mm-hmm. closer to the age that 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 Lucy and Desi were at at, the, at at this time because, I mean they 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 do really well telling a story I think, um, I have to do a little bit more research to see exactly how well they 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 told this story but it it is interesting, Aaron Sorkin does does write well so um, yeah that that part of it is interesting, but the 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 cast the top billing those two. Uh, it's 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 hard man it's hard i mean i wish they would have cast somebody else two other people it, it would have been so much better but it, it it's it's i could get past the fact that they're 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 overacting but okay. it just barely man just barely just barely. yeah see and i think that's what a lot of people felt when we first heard about the casting with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem, it was just kind of like, kind of like a shock as to like why them. It doesn't seem like they would fit in the role, but I think that a lot of people are also giving Sorkin a lot more credit, to where you know he's the type to write movies about banter, a lot of back and forth, yeah, yeah, and keep the was. story going, yeah. And I guess maybe that's why he did it. But at the same time, I think that kind of does a disservice to the real Lucy and Ricky fans. Well, let's face it, the I Love Lucy fans. Um, more than anything, because it's like they're trying to see a movie about her so much, not so much yeah. about her banter and what she goes through. Like, because there hasn't really been any stories portrayed about her, and that's what was kind of, I think, missed about the point about making this movie is like, let's give something back to the fans that actually want to see stuff about her and you know see a cool story because she does have an amazing story to tell as being one of the first comedian women um, in Hollywood and breaking ground. Yeah, yeah, but but like I said before, I mean, this is this really has more to do with not really the the the, the lighter parts of 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 their story. It's it's more right. of that 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 week and probably like the 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 deeper sort of like darker relationship between Lucy and Desi. So yeah, yeah, that that you know, eh, I don't know. I, I'll finish. I for sure. I I do want to finish watching it and and you know. I've only seen baby like half of it, like I said, but yeah, but given given I've only seen half of it, man, it gave me it gave me a plenty to talk about. So 
watching you know watching it through i'm sure there's there's plenty of more to to sort of like nitpick and 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 talk about you know yeah and i mean uh, unfortunately like that's what's just kind of holding me back from watching it because it's just kind of like i don't see anything that makes me want to go like oh i gotta check it out i gotta see these performances or like let me know about this story it's like we know sorkin we know the actors that are portrayed in this it's going to be something that is like you know heavily bantered um it could be interesting it might not be interesting but you're sucked in for like two hours either way. The story is interesting. Yeah. The sort of the behind the scenes of that, of that week are for sure. Interesting. I'm surprised that the critics gave this a 69%. I mean, maybe just based on just, just based on the writing itself or something like that, or, or, or how interesting the story was, but I'm incredibly surprised that they give this a 69% where, where they gave, uh, don't look up a 56%. Um, it, it, yeah, it doesn't make th- much sense to me. Maybe, See, maybe because maybe they like Aaron Sorkin more than they do. That's Adam exactly McKay. what I was just gonna say. Yeah, it and must be a Sorkin thing. Yeah, yeah, because the the audience score is about the same. They're about in the seventies. They're both in the seventies. Um, I I think I would if if so far I'd I, and I'm sure my rating wouldn't change watching the end of this movie. But yeah, um, I'd probably give it maybe like a three and a half, three and a half maybe a. For only because the story is pretty compelling. It's interesting to see that. But as far as the as far as the performances go, man, man, <laughs> <Woof>. man, man, <laughs> golly, uh, it just it's just a shame, man. It, it really is a shame because it's so it's so interesting and and I don't know. I can't I can't talk. I can't speak enough about how 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 much they missed on on this top villain. And and yeah. I, I sort of makes sense because I, I think I think we do hear or our I have heard anyways how Nicole Kidman and, and I think even Javier, Javier Bardem maybe almost walked off walked off the set because of the sort of issues that we're having. I mean, because oh really? Big, yeah, because these are big big shoes to fill. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. They they could have done a lot better, but but I don't know. Oh well, we'll see. Let's see what the second half says. We'll see. And Ryan, that I guess that's it, bro. We're we're done, bro. Wow. We're done. <laughs> Woo. That's like four movies in about in about an hour's time and Yeah. Alright, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Ryan, once again, sir, thank you so much for your insight. This was fun. Yes, you are welcome so much. Always a pleasure to hop on and go over these movies and talk about what everyone is watching and see what's worth a dive and what isn't. Oh, nice. I like that. Worth the dive. Uh, we got to use that more often. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Adios. Adios. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.